0: Hello again, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to a lovely evening edition of the Jaybird Watching Quick Hits here with Craig Borden. So, what a game we had this afternoon for the Blue Jays taking on the Texas Rangers in the new, I guess, microwave oven grill, whatever the heck you want to call it, Globe Life Park in uh, Texas. But with um, it was supposed to be full capacity. They didn't see full capacity. I was kind of glad by that. But in all reality, didn't see anybody wearing masks, so it's a good thing it wasn't full. Um, Good things for the Blue Jays, though, going on as they got to Mike Flotinavich very early in this game, making him throw 30-something pitches in the first inning. Very impressive as the Blue Jays marched around the bases, and eventually a uh, Vladimir Guerrero single would score the first run of the game and that would score Kevin Biggio, who had walked previously. This would be the trend as uh, the Texas Rangers could not keep the Blue Jays off the base paths. And when I say hit parade, I am saying that in a multiple amount of ways because the Blue Jays scored uh, six runs on seven hits, but they also got hit four times. Um, The Rangers pitchers, for whatever reason, could not get the ball across the plate, and the Blue Jays toggled up four hit-by-pitches. The only one that was a scary one that wasn't on a breaking pitch of any kind was unfortunately an inside ball that ran in on Vlad Jr. and it did catch him in the hand. It did look like it caught most of the pad that he wears on his batting glove. Hopefully he uh, is not going to be experiencing any uh, you know ramifications from that pit by pitch. Um, he did stay in the game, however, and it didn't seem to be bothering him. He was still having typical Vladdy fun all over the place on the diamond, and he had a great game as usual or has been the new. Norm for Vlad Jr. Um, did only go one for three, but he did have the RBI and a run scored, as I had mentioned, and looked pretty good at the plate. Very, very calm and cool and collective. So as the Blue Jays continued, Marcus Semien continues to get hot as he hits a solo home run, or I mean, sorry, his was a two-run home run, and then followed back-to-back by Kevin Biggio's home run, and it was very, very cool to watch them go back-to-back in the 1-2 uh, spot. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see once George Springer reclaims that leadoff spot in the Toronto Blue Jays lineup where Marcus Semien is going to end up landing. It seems like he is destined for the two-hole, and they're going to continue to move Kevin Biggio down the – Lineup here to, uh, you know, just stretch this thing out. This offense is already looking pretty potent, and that's not even with Springer in the lineup yet. Once again, a good score for them as they get six runs in this game. The Blue Jays continued to can, you know, be sharp at the play as Randall Gritschick eventually would score a uh, run at Vlad Jr. later on a single. Teoscar Hernandez also uh, collected an RBI on a fielder's choice. Blue Jays score six runs. I'm not going to complain. And um, as I had mentioned, they had chased Mike Fultonavich, who was a all-star for the Atlanta Braves (laughs) as recent as 2018. How the muddy have fallen as far as things go. And um, he threw 95 pitches to the Blue Jays in the first four innings, allowing just four hits, four in runs, and seven strikeouts. But that is a ton of pitches. And I think that just goes to speak on how the Blue Jays offense is going to continue to grind and work out at bats throughout the beginning of the season. And it's good things if they can get into this kind of bullpen dip- depth for a, any series. Let alone if it's somebody like the Texas Rangers, who had um, shown some offense so far this year, but they are just one and three after today's game. And the Blue Jays increased their uh, record to three and one, and I think the story of the game, regardless of how good the offense, Stephen Matz, wow, looked like a completely different pitcher than what we've seen over the last two years with the um, New York Mets six and third. First Blue Jay to break the six-inning cap so far this year, and basically one of very few, even in the last, you know, season and a half, that has been able to you put that number together. He is the first Blue Jay to record nine strikeouts in his Blue Jay debut since David Price did it in 2015, and he's in some good company. He's the only other person to do it in his major league day de- or his Blue Jay debut. It's totally Roger Clemens and David Price. It's some pretty good company for Stephen Matz to be in. And, yes, I did steal that from the broadcast. You can all go after me. I don't care. <laughs> so coming in after he allowed just two hits and an earned run on a walk and nine strikeouts, as I mentioned, Tyler Chatwood comes in, looks very stellar. He gives up two hits, but he uh, you know scatters it around enough over his inning in a third. Tim Meza comes in, gets it out to finish off the inning. And then Rafael DeLeese had a little bit of a rough outing. Gives up a run in his uh, one inning of work. Three strikeouts, though, in that ninth inning as he finally hammers things up down. Unfortunately to me, watching it, it just seemed like watching Jason Frazier allow enough bat, you know, you know batters to reach base and just had to make it a kind of like just enough of a task to raise my blood pressure just enough to the point where the Blue Jays might have had to bring in Jordan Romano just to be able to oh, you know, get him to last out and then watch him get wasted for the next game tomorrow. So, but... All things good. No Blue Jays issues there as Steven Matz picks up the win and the Blue Jays go to a 6 2 victory. So, what is on the plate? Yes, we get to deal with Tanner Roark, which is going to be a complete wild card for the Blue Jays in tomorrow evening's game, 8 o'clock Eastern on Tuesday. He's going to be facing Tim Dunning of the uh, Texas Rangers. And I'm sorry if that was Tim Dunning, it is Dane Dunning. I don't know if there's any relation there or not. But, hey, it is what it is. Chicago White Sox guy, pitched seven games last year, 34 innings work, 3.97 ERA. Decent enough, I guess, but we'll see how the Blue Jays get after him. He's a recent draft pick in 2016 for the Washington Nationals. First round, though, so 29th overall. So I guess the Blue Jays will get to see how they handle the youngster tomorrow. Unfortunately, due to history, the Blue Jays tend to not handle guys like that on offense as much as you would think they would be able to. So hopefully they can be a little aggressive and completely keep this attack going as they continue to improve their record. Um, Other than that, the only other thing I want to mention is the ball that bounced a little bit in the dirt, ended up catching the inside of Danny Jansen's leg. We do not know, but he did leave the game eventually and was replaced by Alondra Kirk. It looked more precautionary than anything, but we'll see how that works out. Guess is that Roark is going to probably be caught by Alejandro Kirk tomorrow anyway, so it's probably going to be a free day off for Danny Jansen because Hyunjin Ryu will be closing out the series in Texas on Wednesday, right before we get getaway day and get back to, you know, Our wonderful, lovely show on Thursday as the Blue Jays will open up their home series in Dunedin. Yes, I said home series in Dunedin against the Los Angeles Angels to kick off that series. So, Blue Jays fans, until then, make sure you kick up the quick hits right here. We're going to pass it around to Mike and whatnot and see who can jump in on these quick hits. Thank you very much for listening. We had a great turnout for the first one. That was our kind of weekend recap yesterday, yesterday. And... It was fun. I can't wait to hear more from you, and I really hope that everybody that is listening can tune into our live show on 7 o'clock Eastern time, Wednesday evening on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. We want to hear how you guys are enjoying the Blue Jays season so far, your thoughts on what's going on, and how things are you know, turning out for this team. It's looking very, very up. We are very, very excited. As you can see, as I'm talking way too rapidly and way too overwhelmingly excited from our third win of the season already, Oh, I just can't wait. But anyway, until then, make sure you pick up your podcasting and pleasures from the Toronto, or from our uh, lovely show here Jaybird Watching, wherever you may get your podcasting and pleasures from, and make sure you also get your uh sports, you know, cravings in at stadiumscene.tv. And just remember, Boba Chat just hit his 100th hit already as a Toronto Blue Jay. Just good stat for the ending. Anyway, Blue Jays fans, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great evening.